Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media because we are Nationals On Demand Sports Network going live uh, every weekday morning at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show on Twitter and our Instagram story. Hit us up on TikTok as well. But we got to thank our sponsors because they truly make it happen for us and they help out you guys with Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone & Joint Institute, BoneAndJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans, better coverage rates and service. Learn more about a health plan for you. FBHP.com slash ATOZ. And Hughes and Coleman Injury Lawyers, the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. If you've been injured in a car wreck, call them today, 800-800-4600. So, Zach, this topic is uh, something that we that you came up with uh, in the post-game show after the Titans won their second straight game to get back to 2-2 two and two in dramatic fashion with, again, zero points scored in the second half by the Titans. Uh, but it has to do with the Titans' offensive issues. Everybody knows the stat by now. Outscored in the second half, 64 to seven in four games this year. The good thing is uh, the Titans are two and two after the 0 and two disaster start and have a chance against one of the worst football teams in the NFL uh, to go up to Washington and get above the 500 mark uh, as they head into a bye week. So uh, they have turned a corner from the season, but a massive issue with the offense is still ahead. Would you categorize the last two wins as luck? I, I don't think that's doing no I, I'm I'm, I'm no, asking you could I say mean, no. no I would say no no I don't think that would be fair not even the Raiders game that you thought that uh a little differently no I don't think saying they won the game because they were lucky is is fair I think they won the game because they did enough throughout the game like yes uh Darren Waller had three drops that could have, you know, created a 17-point swing or an 18-point swing, but I'm not going to say it was a lucky win. They made plays at the end to save the game, like to win the I, game. So my premise is that I believe that not entirely luck, but their luck is going to run out. They cannot continue to play the way that they played. And the problem is, is I don't see – they're going to play better competition. They haven't even gotten to the tough – part of their schedule. When you talk about the Chiefs and the Packers and the Bengals and the Eagles, you know, and the Cowboys down the road, I mean, they've got some really tough games. And then the Jags are the curveball in today's age of, of this year. They're a better football team. Here's where I'm at. Uh, I think that offensively, I had massive question marks heading into this season. And now those question marks are realized. They, I don't know who they can rely on because I don't think that they can rely on the people that and the players that maybe we thought they could rely on. Austin Hooper has been a complete non-factor. NWI, a big goose egg against the Colts. Traylon Burks, which I think this is the most impactful thing that has happened. And Ian Rappaport uh, reported this. First-round pick Traylon Burks left yesterday's game. That was the previous day on Sunday with a foot injury. He's been diagnosed with turf toe, sources tell him, and Tom Pelissero. No surgery is necessary, just rehab, but Burks will miss some time. The problem, Austin, 
is the Titans can't afford Burks to miss time. And this injury, it's a positive that it doesn't require surgery, but that's going to linger. That's not going away. That's probably going to need surgery in the offseason. Turf toe is abundant in football. We've seen Peyton Manning have it. We've seen Eddie George used to have it back in the day. Steve McNair. I mean, turf toe. It Jonathan happens. Taylor. Jonathan Taylor mispracticed with a toe injury last week. Um, and, and look he, how he performed. Well, <laughs> not, I, very, he, not very yeah, well. I, so, I think that had a lot to do with the Titans defense. More but it also had a lot to do with his injury. Uh, we don't I mean, know that. that. That, well, he, for the he, first time, he missed practice, and then he had a disastrous game. Well, I, then he, I he missed that. We have to like chill here. Like, like you're you're talking in a lot of absolutes here. Like, uh, because Jonathan Taylor missed practice on Wednesday, but he practiced on Thursday and Friday and played. I don't think the turf toe was a major factor in Jonathan Taylor. Do you only think having... turf toe is a major factor in Trailer Burke's rookie season? I'm not. That's not I'm the asking. freaking. That's not the yes. I'm obviously. But that you're changing the, the rules here. I'm not changing <laughs> like, the rules. The yes, rules we were, uh, there are no rules. Okay. That's the that's the part. There are no rules. Okay. The rules are okay. if you really want to get down to rules, a rookie wide receiver that was drafted in the first round that has supreme pressure on him that is now going to miss some time because of a turf toe, I think is a massive impact on this offense. I think you heard the frustration in the best player Derrick Henry's voice that we played yesterday after the game, I think Derrick Henry realizes that the talent surrounding Ryan Tannehill and himself is not what it used to be. Robert Woods is a good piece, but Robert Woods is a number two wide receiver that has never had a season where he caught more than six touchdowns in a year. So they're going to have to get offensive production somewhere else. Kyle Phillips has already started the season with some injury trouble that I think has hindered his ability to continue to grow. It doesn't mean that he can't grow as a player, but I think this is a massive talent issue on the offensive side of the football. And ultimately, going into a major season for Ryan Tannehill because of the salary cap, because of the trust, Number 17 had probably the most pressure of anybody in this organization, Todd Downing being right up there. But Ryan Tannehill, because of what he was paid, he was going to have to prove his worth and get past the first and maybe even the second round of the playoffs. And I don't think, now that I've watched this team for four weeks, I don't think they have the horses. All right, so and look. And so, talent is a massive issue. I, I'm not. I'm not going to disagree with what you're saying. That talent is not an issue. This has been an ongoing thing for the Titans for the last three years. Because if you remember, going into the 2020 draft, the Titans needed a receiver, uh, and they did not really take one. They they had uh, this. Uh, no, going into the 2021 draft, the Titans really needed a receiver, and they didn't take one until the fourth round. Uh, with Dez Fitzpatrick. Now they added Julio Jones, but you still felt that they were thin at the receiver position. They they're continuing to be thin at the receiver position because they have not drafted well within the last couple of years. I think they've got two guys in Burks and Phillips who will be really good pros. Will be really good pros, but they're having to rely on those guys a lot early. And both are dealing with injuries. So 
they the knew prob- that though. Yes, but but they again injuries happen, and the Titans have been riddled with injuries the last two seasons. But going into last year, let's rewind. Right, the Des Fitzpatrick whiff screwed them up last year. Then the Julio Jones and Des Fitzpatrick whiff of both those guys getting hurt, plus AJ Brown getting hurt, put them in a bad situation. And then they tried to go, remember they traded for Robert Woods well before any AJ Brown contract drama began. So they knew they needed Robert Woods when they had AJ Brown. So that was still why. And then after they traded for Robert Woods and had AJ Brown, what were, what were we saying? They should draft another wide receiver in the first round. So even with AJ and Woods, they needed a receiver. Now they lose AJ. Now they get Burks and Phillips, but they still need a receiver. They've needed another receiver for three years now. And so like what you're saying is not true, but it's also not new either. They've no, it is true. To... That's what I said. What you're saying isn't not true, but they've needed you a receiver. That, but... They've needed a receiver. That's what I meant. They need a receiver for three years. And this is them playing behind the eight ball and not playing ahead. Like why is Rashad Weaver like working right now? Because John Robinson played ahead when it came to the edge position. You draft Rashad Weaver as Harold Landry insurance. They did not draft anybody to replace Corey Davis, right? Like when you had AJ and Corey Davis in 2020, you knew you were going to lose one, but they never drafted somebody to be that replacement ahead of time. So now they're constantly playing catch up. At they don't position. have the players to get to where they need to go. Yes. This year. I, yes. Yes. That's not wrong. Like I, I think that they've, they're banking on, on all of this and all these new faces and young players to catch up. And it's just not going to happen in the first four weeks of the season. No, it's not going to happen this year. I mean, I, that's what we've learned in the first four weeks of the season because Traylon Burks turf toe is not going away. Robert Woods has a ceiling. NWI at times can be non-existent because we all know that he is a fourth receiver. I mean, that's what he is. And Kyle Phillips, now you're putting all of this pressure on literally probably two guys, Kyle Phillips and Austin Hooper, to be something that they are not. And that's where I think the struggle really lies with Ryan Tannehill and his make-or-break season. He doesn't have the talent around him to succeed, and I didn't think he was going to succeed anyway. But now, after four weeks, I think I have I have realized that. Their play and their execution and their talent level and now their injuries have solidified that notion for me. Okay. I The, the injuries are unfortunate. Um I, I do think it's as you know, I see a comment here. Roy says it's only been four weeks. It's only been four weeks. There are 13 games left to play and Traylon Burks probably going to miss some time. Now the bye week is coming up uh, after that. Um, and so that's beneficial for the Titans there. And Kyle Phillips missed the game already. So let's ask this question because uh, well, I, before we get here, okay. I do have a timeout real quick. All right. And I've got to throw shade right now. Because Hibachi, you know who's trash? You are trash. Because you said you'd show up yesterday in the comments and you were nowhere to be found. You did not say what you meant and meant what you said. So I'm calling you out, Hibachi. If you talk, you can talk as much trash as you want in the chat. 
We appreciate that. We welcome all fans. You can be a Bills fan. You can be a Manchester United fan. You can be a Lions fan. We don't care. We don't care. Well, it's so, But Hibachi, so- you cannot miss, you cannot tell us that you are going to show up the day after the game and then take a day off and then all of a sudden be chirping in the Tuesday comments. So the trash is honestly your performance over the last 24 to 48 hours. It's all fun and games and all banter. But if you tell us you're going to show up, take, eat a little crow, and then move on. The Titans yeah. are going to play the Colts again. And and pretty soon, too, because it's 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 coming up quick uh, later on this month. So, Hibachi, you're here now, but you told you literally told us you'd show up win, lose, or draw. Uh, the Colts lost, and you were not here. So, uh, yeah, holding him accountable there. All right, so let's get this let's get this question out there because like I, I don't I I don't disagree that talent is a an issue, but I disagree with that it can't be improved and they can't play better later on. So let's ask this question. Here it is: What's the bigger offensive problem, the scheme or the players? Zach, you're obviously going to go with the lack of talent, so the players, right? But what's the Titans' bigger offensive problem? the scheme or the players, but first tell us about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, fbhp.com slash A to Z is where you need to go to get your health plan. 200 plus locations across the state of Tennessee. Farm Bureau Health Plans can hook you up with a great plan. They hooked me up with a great plan at the beginning of the year, and I'm very, very glad that I did that. Farm Bureau Health Plans, I took a quick health assessment. They gave me a quote, and I received better service at a better price, and I got better coverage. That is their guarantee. Check out your health plan. It's for every individual. So if you have a family of three, you have a family of four, you have a family of five, if you're single, it doesn't matter. They have a perfect health plan for you. You just have to check in on it. That is 200-plus locations across the state of Tennessee that can be helping you, fbhp.com slash A to Z. Don't forget, download the BetMGM app. And when you do it, plug in our code ATOZ Sports. That means you get a risk free bet on pro football up to $1,000. So all you got to do, download the app in your app store or Google Play, whatever phone you've got. Download the BetMGM app. Uh, sign up using our code ATOZ Sports. You make your first deposit, and your first pro football bet is risk free up to $1,000 is the best way to join the BetMGM crew like Zach and I. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualifications and eligibility requirements. Wars issued with knowledgeable for bets for credit for bets expired seven days. For problem game support, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. Zach, the question we've asked is, what's the bigger offensive problem? The scheme or the players for the Tennessee Titans? You think it's the players. What's the chat saying? Steven says players. Uh, you know, Major Keys just says both. Uh, and we get, we're going to have a lot of boths, but that's not I don't care game. about both. I don't want – guys, pick one. Like, jump off the fence. Pick one. Uh, execution is going with Mark. That's still not playing the game. Zoe on, guys. says players. It's, it's one word. players and scheme. One word, guys. <laughs> we play the one-word game all the time. Scheme or players – which is bigger? They're both issues, but which is bigger? That's what we're asking here. All right. Let's see. Uh, Brad says the scheme doesn't help the talent uh, we do currently have. And so Brad's final answer is scheme. Donald says scheme. Let's see here. Uh, scrolling down, scrolling down. 
Now, I shouldn't have done the hibachi thing because now you just guys are destroying him. He's already been destroyed. He'll he'll He's settle dead. in. He's and dead. He'll get Stop back. shooting. <laughs> like... Jody yeah, Jody says scheme. Jake says players uh, behind the eight ball, ball at tackle two. Talking about the one and NPF with his uh, honestly his penalties. Will Dotson says scheme. As you scroll down, it's scheme too predictable. Polly says scheme. Uh, Shane says it's clearly the players and scheme are enough in the first half. The, and they have been, but the second half adjustments uh, are not enough from Shane right there. Mentality from D- Darren. Steven says players, Hooper not converting against the Raiders, missed tackles on Barkley. They're in a position to do things. They're just not doing them. Uh, limited quarterback with limited wide receivers. So scheme sprinkle in a little poor play calling. So Malcolm is is kind of starting with the players and then going with scheme. Uh, I got execution coming in here. The scheme from Daniel. Caleb also says the scheme. Uh, let's see. Players there from Gene Gray. It's pretty clear at this point that it's the players. There's certainly a ceiling on how you go about it with the scheme. So I, I think this is why we asked the question is that both are correct. We are asking which is more impactful to maybe the rest of the season or what the Tennessee Titans represent in 2022. That's the question we're asking. Yeah, both are issues. Uh, which is a bigger issue? So, Zach, I, I think the scheme is the bigger issue. Like, the players, the players have ability. They've scored 24 points in the first half in back-to-back games. And the Colts' defense is pretty good. And, like, they held uh, the, the Chiefs to 17 points. You know, they've done a, a, a lot of good things this season. They've got a lot of good players on it. But I think it's the scheme. And I'm going to go and call on uh, our James Foster of A to Z Sports Film Room, who was on with Buck Rising on 104.5 The Zone yesterday. And Buck asked him, is there a – a something that that James sees when he watches the film about why they're so bad in the second half. First half, or you know, and especially in the first couple drives, every specific detail of the Titans' offense makes sense. Wherever they feel like the weaknesses in the offensive line, they've got you know support from a running back or a tight end to close that off. That you know the routes have perfect spacing. They've got the right guys on the correct side of the formation, like all that kind of stuff. And then as we get into the second half, they're just, you know, there's little issues with play design. That's not, it's not necessarily, you know, calling this run play was bad or calling this pass play was bad, but you know, the second play of the third quarter, uh, the Titans run play action boot, essentially what is like weak, weak side flood. So they're faking a run to the right. And then Tannehill rolls out to the left, a designed rollout, and then you've got like three routes coming towards that sideline. The Titans run that concept about five times per game. By running that to the weak side, meaning there's no tight end on the side that Ryan Tannehill is rolling out to, he just gets immediate pressure. And that's what happened um, on, on the second play of the second half. Tannehill rolls out. Dio Odiyingbo doesn't even have to engage with Dennis Daly's block. He can just take one lateral step and then he's got a clear path to Ryan Tannehill. There's nothing that he can do about that. So you're you're pretty much just banking on them fighting really hard on that run fake. And if they don't, then the, the play is uh, 
is doomed from the beginning. So that's that's one example. So that's just one example. And James, uh, go check that out. It was a really good interview uh, with Buck Rising yesterday on the zone. But that's a scheme problem. That's putting your players in a position to not succeed. Why would you run that to the weak side, as James eloquently put out, where you don't have uh, the extra tight end there to either chip the end or be the quick throw route? Because how many times have we watched over the years Ryan Tannehill roll out to his right and then he either throws the ball quickly to a tight end the flats who gains 10 yards or he uh, shakes that defender, runs the ball, or throws down the field because there was somebody there. There was the hot route. In this particular example, it was a loss of 12 on a sack because Tannehill did not have that option there and there was nobody else there to help out daily with the scheme. So the scheme is hurting the players. And the Titans know what they have in their roster, so why are they putting their roster in a bad situation? Why are you putting Dennis Daly, your backup left tackle that you traded for in late August from a different team who is now your starter, why would you put him in a situation where it's hard for him to succeed? Like they set Dennis Daly up to fail on that play out of the huddle, like out of the headset from Todd Downing. And so I think the scheme is the bigger issue because the coach can avoid that. The coach can fix that and help the players. The players scored 24 points in the first half against the Colts. The players also scored 24 points in the first half against the Raiders without turnovers by the Raiders offense that they got against the Colts, right? So I think it's the scheme. Shane, I think, puts my response in words. They don't have the quality of players to be able to do the scheme poorly. The room for error for this roster, though, is paper thin. You no longer have Taylor Lewan. And this is these are the truths of the talent. Because you are only as good with the players that you're playing with. I agree the scheme has issues, right? The scheme has been better the last two weeks, though, overall than it was against Buffalo or the, the Giants, right, when we were destroying Todd Downing. The players, the roster's room for error is almost, I mean, you talk about paper thin, it is the thinnest line that you can think of. Austin, Taylor Lewan, your left tackle is out. So you've got a brand new left tackle and you have a rookie right tackle. The two guys that are protecting Ryan Tannehill are non, not very good. Like overall, they're not good. If you wanted to rank them in all NFL right and left tackles, they're not good. So, and NPF doesn't mean that he can't be good. He can he can progress and get better. But the fact is he's played four games in his life at, as a professional. That means Austin Hooper, the guy that you got in free agency, is going to have to block more. That takes him out of past concepts that he needs to be in. I go back to the injury for Traylon Burks. And this, this is the X factor. Because we all know they traded away A.J. Brown, and we all know that Traylon Burks, fair or unfair, will be judged based on that. He just will. We talked about it all offseason. We're in the season. That's just how it's going to be. The fact of the matter is, is that Traylon Burks, he cannot be Justin Jefferson this year. He cannot be Jamar Chase. He is so far behind that type of rookie season in which there was a glimmer of hope that he could be. And here's... 
Here is my main point, Austin. And I hate doing ifs and buts, but you are in you're in this reality because of your roster. Because Traylon Burks' injury, Austin, if in fact Robert Woods goes down for any amount of time, any amount of time, your roster offensively is the worst in the NFL. It is the absolute worst. You are then going to war with, because Traylon Burks is injured, so even if he's playing, he may he's not going to be 100% for some time. We saw him get carted off. It's turf toe. That thing lingers. So you're not going to war with NWI, Chig, a rookie. We know, we know this. Racy McMahon. Well, you need to hear it because I, that's exactly, the I know fact. It, dude. That's I the reason it. why the players are a greater problem than the scheme. Uh, it's the worst in the NFL. You're you're like you're throwing an if situation. Keep Robert Woods. I don't care. Keep Robert Woods. It's still bottom five in the league. Zach, they scored 20, like the players scored 24 points in the first half against the Colts. Like that's the, not going to be consistent. I, I just, I don't. What do you think they're going to average per game the rest of the way? Again, Zach, like you're acting like I don't think that the roster is, is not as talented as, as it has been in the past. Like it, you're like, you're not wrong on that. I just think the scheme is making it worse. Like if like they don't I, have I don't the see talent. How you don't see that. Like, do we know I, if like, I why, think the what? scheme got him twenty four points? To be honest, uh, to be honest, I think I think that the scheme actually got them twenty four points. The scheme, the problem with the scheme, which we both agree on, is the scheme does not change in the third and fourth. No, quarter. it does change. That's what James just told us. It changed. It, it nope. gets worse. Zach, did you not listen? I'll, I'll play the very beginning of James again. So listen to it. The scheme does change from the first to the second half. First half, or, you know, and especially in the first couple drives, every specific detail of the Titans offense makes sense. Wherever they feel like the weaknesses in the offensive line, they've got, you know, support from a running back or a tight end to close that off. That, you know, the routes have perfect spacing. They've got the right guys on the correct side of the formation, like all that kind of stuff. And then as we get into the second half, they're just, you know, there's little issues with play design. That's not, it's not necessarily, you know, calling this run play was bad or calling this pass play was bad, but you know, the second. Okay. So then he goes into the second play, right? So in the first half, they are running their game plan that they practiced with the roster Wednesday through Friday. In the second half, they have amnesia and they forget about everything they do and they have problems with play design. That's our film specialist that we employ, James Foster with A to Z Sports Films. He says they have problems with play design and they are setting up their players to fail in with play design in the second half. And he gave the one example about the, the naked boot to the weak side where there was zero help for the left tackle and it was set up to be doomed from the beginning. So I think it's scheme. Let's look at this chart. We, we talked about this last week. Look at the Titans, the very top left. That means that they are so far ahead of everybody else in scripted plays and so far behind of everybody else after the first team, uh, first 15 plays of the game. It's, it's so... Jekyll and Hyde from a scheme concept. Why can't you have the correct play designs in the second half to see if the players that succeeded with it on the first couple of drives 
continue to have that success. It doesn't make any sense to me why they're having play designs, play design malfunctions in the second half after everything having a purpose in the first half and executing that well. I think the true test of this football team, and they really haven't, they haven't had this scenario yet because of the circumstances of the first, let's say, four games. And the Giants were probably the closest to this is because now everybody was somewhat healthy, right, in the first game. So that's all going to change. The other thing about football in the NFL, every coach, every general manager, every owner knows that you are not going to be the same football team at the beginning of the year as you are as far as the roster is concerned at the end of the year. Injuries are going to happen. People are going to come in and out. The Titans know that probably better than ever from last year. They are going to get into a situation where they are going to have to rely on talent. And that's where I think that they're probably going to fail. It's it's kind of like the last play that Tannehill played in 2021, which was throwing to NWI, bad throw, bad coverage. Player cannot make that play. And the result is bad. It's only a matter of time before they're going to get into that situation. You play too many games to not. And so that's, I think, but, my point but he, is my fear in those moments, the big-time players make big-time plays. Okay, they don't, like, they don't have any big-time players. Right, yes, but was the scheme good or bad last year, too? I mean, Bad, the, the right? scheme has been but, poor for because of Todd Downing. Yes. So the scheme is bad, which is hamstringing the players. But they've and had so, bad players for a long time. Because AJ they, and Julio did not have, were not playing at the end of last year and we're into this year where they've got new players that I, are not great. I, they've had this problem for a while. I think the problem with your argument is because you brought up Traylon Burke's injury a couple times, and then now what if Robert Woods goes down? You can go up and down NFL teams and go to their rosters and say, what if their top two wide receivers get hurt? You can do that with everybody, and everybody, for the most part, is royally screwed if their first two wide receivers both get injured. Sure, there, there are some that are they're going to be better suited than others with that, but it's like that the Titans are no different, that Maybe the Titans' top two wide receivers are not nearly as good as other teams' top two wide receivers. But if you say, oh, you don't have those guys, then you're screwed regardless. And but so they don't have the, no, scheme, the difference is they don't have the elite quarterback to help the other guys. And how many it's, people it's, have elite It's Aaron Rodgers, huh? How many people have elite quarterbacks? I mean, damn good quarterbacks. Ten teams in the, out of elite. a you third elite. of the league has damn good. You said elite, Zach. You said elite. You didn't. Don't change your opinion. You said the Titans don't have an elite quarterback. So how many how many teams have elite quarterbacks to overcome situations like this? Five or six. You think there are five or six elite quarterbacks right now? I don't. I don't think so. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, all three of those. Did guys. Tom Brady overcome that a couple weeks ago when? When, the, when they they had nobody, I mean, they had to scratch and claw to beat the Saints, right? Well, like they he had... didn't have their top three receivers. Okay, so, all right, sorry, my God, my bad. Well, okay, let's let's take another guy away, right? Like that's a di that's a huge difference. Yeah, and they don't they have they have and uh, it came down to a two point conversion. I don't I guess, think the Titans get into that situation, to be honest. But again, <laughs> like Zach, you're you're making like the point that you're making is 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 not like. It's so simplistic. It's that yes, it's not because of the information that we know, Austin. It, it like 
it, it we now know more information Zach, here, about here, the injury. Here's it, what you're saying. The Titans are worse when they have injuries. Yeah, we know that. That's what no, you're saying. No, it's it's the, the roster going into the season had question marks. And now that the injuries are occurring to their question marks on their roster offensively, that makes it even worse. That's Zach, we point. knew that. We knew that. It, we, like, that's no, football. You didn't we know that. Robert that's Woods obvious. and Trey. So here, here's some stats. Here's some stats. So if you want to go to Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson over the first four games of their rookie year, Jefferson had 348 yards receiving in his first four games, and Jamar Chase had 297. They were targeted. They threw them the football. Traylon Burks through the first four games had not been treated like an elite wide receiver that they drafted to be a superstar because they never throw him the damn football. Whose fault, whose fault is that? Well, I... That there's there is there's whose a ton of things that go that, into that. Whose, whose fault is it? Is that Traylon Burks's fault? Yeah, uh, there there's fault on whose both fault sides. Is it? Zach, Zach, whose fault is it? There's fault on both Zach, sides. I, Zach, I'm I'm asking you a question. Whose fault is it that Traylon Burks is not getting the football? Yeah, thank you, thank you, Keenan. Checkmate, checkmate. Scheme problem. Why do the Bengals throw and the he's ball? He's not going to get the football now. Yeah, because he's hurt, which is out of everybody's control. So checkmate on you because the scheme is the problem. Zach, you walked yourself right into this. They you don't have the, off the players. And, and because, because of what? Because, what are you talking about? No, look, Austin Hooper was supposed to be there, a, a huge resource. We both predicted him to have five, six touchdowns at 600 yards, right? Uh, and, and, why, and why isn't he? Because, because he has Hooper to come in sucks? and block. Okay. He's, he's now eliminated. That's a huge piece of this offense. You're eliminating players. You okay. don't have the luxury to eliminate players because your outside players are even worse. And They're not the good. the scheme sucks. And the Titans baby and are the overprotective parents. How did they get 24 points in the first half? By being creative. And what, by how throwing... did they get 24 points in the last two games? Was it, was it their scheme? Their scheme does not suck. Their adjustments suck. There's a difference. Because schematically, if you really want to take five days prior to the game, that's the justification of scheme. Again, but you're you're no, out here scheme like... scheme starts to deteriorate and wash after the game starts. Then you have to rely on talent and players. That's the point. But you're what, out here... How do you justify 24 points in the first two quarters of the last two weeks? Is that scheme? It's... Yeah, it's scheme and guys making plays, and the scheme and the and the players being being married. Like execution and scheme has to go hand in hand. What great acrobatic catch was made in those two games in by wide Robert Woods was wide the f open in the end zone. That was scheme. Yeah, that's why he was open. It, he wasn't talent. It wasn't players. If you look, Robert Woods' success uh, in in uh, against the Las Vegas Raiders in the first half. Were there acrobatic, unbelievable, talented plays made by these wide receivers slash tight ends? Uh, I'm asking. Traylon Burks uh, caught a five-yard route on third and 14 and ran his way for a first down. Dontrell Hilliard caught a check down route on third and 19 and gained 29 yards uh, back in their own end. Yeah, they've made plays. Like, yes, they've made plays. Yeah, Austin Hooper didn't roll for, forward. It's a player problem. Traylon Burks jumped too early. Also, the fourth down that that uh, Burks was unable to convert. Those are player issues. 
Burks not not going down and staying down is a player. That is a that's mental a, that's player. A everybody. Issue. That's everybody. That's an everybody issue. But, but these are these are mental mistakes that are being made by the players again. And right. the twenty four points, I credit to the scheme. We're going in circles. We're going. Do you in not circles. credit the scheme for the twenty four points? I, I did. Yeah, I, I said that. So the scheme has shown you that it can work. The players have not yeah, shown I, you I, that it can work consistently. I, 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 it's Zach. It's we're going in circles because I, I feel like you know we're moving all over the place and not being productive in our conversation. So let's go ahead and get some updates on four important injuries uh, that Mike Vrabel talked about yesterday. But first, let me tell everybody about Hughes and Coleman. Hughes and Coleman injury lawyers. If you have been injured in a car wreck, you need to hit up the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. That is Hughes and Coleman injury lawyers. Uh, They give you a free case consultation if you've been injured in a car wreck and they will go to bat and fight for you against the insurance company. And they recovered over $1 billion for their clients across the state of Tennessee and in Kentucky, they will absolutely do the same thing for you. So it's really easy. If you unfortunately have been injured in a car wreck, call Hughes and Coleman for a free case consultation at 800-800-4600. That's 800-800-4600, Principal Office in Nashville, Tennessee. AZ Sports, we are powered by BetMGM. Download the app today, A-T-O-Z Sports, all one word. That is the promo code. They are the king of the sports books. You can open your Android or your Apple App Store and you can download the BetMGM app, risk-free bet up to $1,000 for new users. They're hooking you up right there. I've got the app. Austin has the app. You should have the app. Download the app today. All right, so we've already heard the update on Traylon Burks. Turf toe, not going to require surgery, uh, but uh, Ian Rappaport and Tom Pelissero from the NFL Network saying that he will miss some time. We'll find out maybe later on. Well, does that mean injury reserve for Traylon Burks? Uh, maybe we'll find out later on this week because the Titans do have uh, the bye week coming up. And we know if you go on IR, it's a minimum of four games, not four weeks. So that would leave Burks out missing four games in five weeks with the bye week. But here is uh, Mike Vrabel asked about uh, Monty Rice and a couple other players on IR uh, yesterday in his press conference. Expecting Rice to, to practice this week? or Did Monty you say Rice? Monty Rice? Yeah. Uh, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully we can see Monty and he's, he can he can begin to, his window and start practicing. So he's been working hard and, and Todd and Frank and their staffs have been, you know, working hard with him to get back. Elijah and, and uh, Racy have a chance to come off IR at this point now? I think it's been four weeks. Uh, they would have a chance. I don't expect them out there this week. And Hooker, still still protocol for Hooker? Yeah, still still working his way through, and we'll keep you updated there. So there's a lot there. Amani Hooker's concussion is kind of a mystery because we don't know when it happened against the Raiders because he was in uh, late in that uh, end-of-game situation. So uh, we'll see how that progresses. But uh, it is interesting. Elijah Molden and Racy McMath, who I think fans were hoping they would get back uh, for the Commanders game. It doesn't sound like it. But Monty Rice, it does sound like, uh, has a possibility of playing against the Washington Commanders. But honestly, Zach, if I'm going to, I'm not going to make a bet for anybody that's missed on IR to be back against the Commanders because of the bye week. My expectation is that they take it slow with all those guys and wait another week until after the bye to bring some of these guys off IR back. 
Yeah, I think I know it's early in the week. It's Tuesday, but the Commanders game is a great test or bar of where really exactly this Titans football team is because you've had four weeks to diagnose it. We've talked about Jekyll and Hyde, good first half, bad second halves. You're going to come in there and you've had injuries. We've also mentioned that Zach Cunningham and all the the the, the players that are not going to participate. Bud Dupree. I mean, these are big names too. Zach Cunningham, Bud Dupree, and Harold Landry. All if you if I sat there and told you at the big August first that none of those guys were going to be playing Week Four, I mean, you'd sit there and be like, "Oh no, that's not good." You've got to kind of put your pieces together. But this Commanders uh, team is really, really bad, and their protection of Carson Wentz, the interior defensive line. I was actually talking last night to somebody about the interior defensive line of the Titans. I would put that up against, I mean, the Rams have Aaron Donald, right? So that one player separates you, but I would put the interior defensive line up against anybody in the NFL. And that's really where their success has started to create pressures, to create ill, ill time throws, force fumbles, force fumbles, all of those. They need players back. But after hearing Vrabel, I think you're right. It looks like raw or sounds like, Rice may be the only guy, and I don't know how much he's going to play or give them. Yeah, and you bring up the interior D-line. I think Jeffrey Simmons is the next thing closest to Aaron Donald uh, around the league. So the Titans, I think, have uh, the next best thing when it comes to uh, that. Yeah, I think the Titans' interior D-line with Autry and Tart and, uh, and even Rashad Weaver on the outside can do some things to get after Carson Wentz uh, there too. So I'm not as worried about that. It's about offensively. How can they create explosive plays on offense without Traylon Burks, at least just being on the field? Because it's not like, it's pretty easy to see that Traylon Burks, when he's out there, is the most explosive receiver they have. Now, Kyle Phillips does good things. Robert Woods does good things. But from explosive ability, you need Traylon Burks to make some plays. And you just, you know, we'll kind of find out what they have. The proof is going to be when Derrick Henry can't run the football. And, like, he he ran outstanding this past game against Indy. And they got him involved in the passing game. I think that's another reason why I took the side of the players early on in the segment is because you can already see the offense relying so heavily on Derrick Henry because I don't know if they have – the trust and the faith in their other players. Chig, you hope, starts to progress and come along and maybe be a piece that he wasn't in the first two weeks. But Derrick Henry's caught more passes, I feel like, in the last two weeks than he has in a long, long time. You know, Arthur Smith used to use him as kind of a switch up uh, in the screen game to kind of uh, offset and keep the defense on their toes. It sounds like and looks like Todd Downing is having Derrick Henry on first and second down because he's not in there on third down because of Hilliard, more of a safety net. How many how many more passing yards is Derrick Henry going to get this season if that continues? Well, passing yards, probably not many, but receiving yards, uh, maybe receiving uh, a yards. hundred or so more. I mean, I think it's because the check down, the seven-yard check down to Henry is wide open. <laughs> like, because nobody thinks he's going to catch the ball. Uh, and he had a couple drops um, as well against the Colts that hurt them in the first half uh, there too. All right, Zach, let's go ahead and get to it. 
Tuesday sports trivia. We have 10 questions, seven sports, three non-sports. So let's get the Tuesday sports trivia. We need to improve. We went six and four last week. We need at least, at least eight and two today. That's what I'm calling for. At least eight and two today. Uh, but Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next make and model. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. They've got inventory for you, whether it's the Palisade, their full-size SUV with third-row seating, or their Sonata, or their Elantra, or their Santa Fe, or their Tucson. They have your perfect make and model. It's right there at Wilson County Hyundai. And they also have the Ionic. The Ionic is a battery-powered vehicle that does not need fuel. You can charge that baby up, and you can be – uh, economically safe and friendly and efficient. That's kind of the big part about their uh, their Ionic. They've got all different shapes, makes, models for you. You've just got to go test drive them today at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Download the BetMGM app and plug in our code ATOZ Sports. That means your first bet on pro football will be risk-free up to $1,000. It's a great uh, time to jump on the BetMGM train. So do that today. Plug in our code ATOZ Sports. Make your first deposit and your first bet on pro football risk free up to one thousand bucks. Okay, time to go eight and two. We only have one rule: no googling. Uh, two rules because you can't phone a friend. You can use somebody who is in your person, but you cannot use a device to contact somebody else who might know the answer to it. So. Zach, we've got 10 questions. We need to go eight and two, seven sports, three non-sports. Do we have a non-sports theme today? Uh, so we do not. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So we've got 10. So uh, Michael Gallion actually DM'd both of us a Titans quiz ah. for today. And we're going to have to set a timer on this. Here's the unique part about this quiz. And we did this however many months ago. Um it, it, I think there's some tough questions in there. There's also some questions that I think that we can get, but it's about the Titans season this year. So they're oh. a quarter of the way through. So there's some, there's some Titans questions peppered throughout and we will not know our score until we submit the quiz. So because some of the questions uh, are unique, we, I'm going to have to set a timer on our answers. Okay. So, I'm going to set a 45-second timer on each of our answers for questions to prevent Googling. Yep. But this is really going to test Titans chat with a Titans trivia. So a so. Titans quiz on the last four games, yeah? Yes. Yeah, and appreciate Michael for sending us this. I have not seen the questions Zach has. Real quick, Titans Kyle says, I'm in the gym. Can I just yell out to any see if anyone knows? Technically, yeah, that that's fair. Uh, if you're in the gym, just, you know, play a uh, Titans trivia, but all right, Zach, let's get it rolling 45 seconds after you read the question. Yeah. Yes, it will. Uh, after I read the second question, so I'll read it. I'll read it again. And then the timer will start. Let's do it over or under has Ryan Tannehill thrown for over or under eight, 875 yards has Ryan Tannehill thrown for over or under 875 yards. I'm going to say under. Because that would be four twenty under four uh, under two twenty a game, so I'm gonna say under. Yeah, I think the only thing that could put him over is the passing yards to the running back. Because Hilliard had a big game in Week One, and Henry 
Yeah. He got 38 yards this past game. We're getting all unders from the chat. So let's go under. I don't think we haven't had a single over yet. All right, next question. Who is the Titans' second leading rusher with 37 yards? Who is the Titans' second leading rusher with 37 yards? So, you know. Tannehill? Burks hasn't had. Oh, oh no, it's Haskins because Haskins had like 30-something against the Bills. So it's 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 Hassan Haskins. You gonna lock that in? Final A to Z. All right. Next question. Henry has scored three touchdowns. Who else has multiple touchdowns? Hilliard. Not Tannehill passing touchdowns. Yeah. Hilliard. Final A to Z. This may be too easy. We'll see. We may be too smart for this. I mean, well, we need is, we need a big week, so <laughs> yeah, this may just be Austin Stanley answering questions. Okay. Um, one Titan has negative four yards rushing this year. Who is it? One Titan has negative four yards rushing this year. Who is it? Well, I know this one. We'll see if the chat comes up with it. Chat's still answering Hilliards. So let's see. Um Tracy says Woods. Uh, it is Chig. Final A to Z. Okay. This is not as fun as we originally thought. Um, next question. Hilliard has 109 receiving yards on the season. How many players have more receiving yards than Hilliard? Okay. So Burks. And Woods. Woods. I think it's just two. Let's have the chat be the final say on this one. Uh, I see who's the, we're getting some threes. I don't know who the three, who the third would be. I think it's just two. Henry does not have a hundred yards receiving yet. He's only got like, he does. Well, something. you want to do two? Yeah. Two final A to Z. Next question. Uh, Rashad Weaver leads the team in sacks with four. Who is second? Weaver leads the team in sacks with four. Who is second? So it's I think it's either Autry or Simmons. It's Autry. I brought, up, I, I brought it up yesterday. Yeah, it's Autry. Final A to Z. How many interceptions does the Titans defense have so far? Three. Byard? Byard, Hooker, Tart. I think that is correct. Um. How many field goals has Bullock missed? Well, we know one. One, yeah, right? <laughs> I think it's just that one. Well, he didn't get the Colts. He didn't get it off no. against the Colts game, right? Or the yeah, Colts. I think it's just the one. 
And Zoe says one too many. <laughs> I think it's just the one. Two more questions. Stonehouse longest punt was how many yards? Okay. Stonehouse uh, and so longest punt was how many yards? I know it. I'm seeing if the chat does. 70. All right, last question. Haskins has been a decent kick returner. Is his longest return over or under 31 yards? I also know this one. Waiting for the chat. <clears throat> Over. I believe it's 33 or 34. All right. So that is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten questions that we have answered. All right. So you have to submit this and then we get the answers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you sound like you're from the Northeast when you say that. Okay. May, I don't know. <laughs> I just, hey. I'm just trying to, I don't know. Maybe I don't know if I'm listening. I'm not listening to anybody that would pick something up. Hey, hey, yeah, right. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, all right. So we're going to get the <laughs> answers to these Titans. I thought I was questions. on the magic bucket there for a second. But first, let me tell everybody about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. If you hurt your toe, if you hurt your foot, your ankle, your shoulder, your back, whatever it might be, concussions. They've got somebody there to treat it at the Bone and Joint Institute in Franklin with their state-of-the-art facility or satellite clinics there in Brentwood, Thompson Station, and in Nolensville, boneandjointtn.org. Zach, uh, we sh I, we better have gotten at least eight. I mean, I expect us to get all of them. I feel like we might have missed one. Viewing the score... Over under Tannehill throwing yards, he actually has 784. So under, that was correct. Looking at it, we did miss one. Yeah, I thought I thought we'd miss one. We missed one. Oh, no, we didn't. I I actually submitted it wrong. Because <laughs> who, who is the Titans' second leading rusher with 37 yards? Who did you say? Haskins. Yeah. That is correct. I accidentally pushed Hilliard. So we're 10 for 10. Okay, nice. Good deal. It's a little too easy. Yeah. We're, 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 so to, to get somebody on these type of trivias, you have to go very uber specific, right? And there just hasn't been enough games. Yeah. Like week 12 in the season, it's going to be hard to remember what happened in week three or four or five of the season, right? But hey, I don't, I, I appreciate the effort that Michael put into to send it to us. <clears throat> you know, like it's, it's great if we could do something like that. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, we got a big group of people that are answering these questions. So they've really got to be tough. Yeah. And look, uh, this was, and Lou Man says this trivia change. Trivia is not changing. This was a one-off. Yeah. Um, did we benefit off of this one-off? Yeah, yes. we absolutely did. We needed what, it. Bad. What is our... Well, we're now at 75% of 
we went from 66 to 75 because we are now 30 out of 40 uh correct so well that was we set game. the bar at 80 so yes. maybe that this was just what the doctor ordered we needed at this, this point one. yeah the bone and joint institute ordered us an easy week and michael delivered for us uh so that's uh we appreciate that so 75 percent we're back we're back where we have a, a good opportunity to actually hit our goal yeah so that was an easier week uh that's fine with me that's that's okay with me back and, and do it kind of the old way next tuesday Yep, absolutely. All right, everybody. Hope you guys have a great rest of your Tuesday. Uh, Buck Rising Live tonight. Hey, before you guys leave, like the show before you go. Like the show before you go. Uh, as soon as we hit end on YouTube, uh, you'll be able to hit like right there where the live chat is currently hiding it. But subscribe to us there on our YouTube channel for more content that comes out throughout the week. Buck Rising Live tonight. It is Esports Primetime at 8 p.m. Central Time, and we'll talk to you guys tomorrow morning on a Wednesday. Appreciate it, as always.